Hello, and welcome back to A Pinch of Honesty on this um, Harvest Moon Festival Day. So today, um, yesterday was the full moon. Today in um, China is, well, I guess it would have been yesterday today because of time differences. However, um, it's Harvest Moon, and so um, a lot of moon happening to be honest, we actually seeing, you know, Cat Stevens moon shadow around our house, um, especially during the full moon. So my daughter loves to uh, walk around and sing about being a moon shadow. Um, with this like harvest moon festival, a couple things are up, right? So the temperature has definitely changed, right? So within the course of a day or two, it's starting to cool off for us, which is fantastic. And it's beginning to actually feel like fall which um, for me anyways, fall is my favorite time of year. I love um, this particular change in seasons more than anything, uh, more than, you know, spring, um, more than when you roll into full summer, right? Like fall for me is it's, it's always been everything. And so um, I'm, I'm really, really happy that we're finally, we're finally changing. Yay. Um, so with the full moon yesterday, right. And this moon festival, uh, happening today, you know, we, we read up on the moon festival. We talked about different deities. We like our daughter to understand different cultures and that different cultures believe in different things and that's okay. Right. So we like to educate ourselves and educate her. And so, um, today we're going to have a feast and we're having moon cakes and we're going to just, you know, revel and celebrate the moon. But with all of that, it made me really think about um, moon rituals and kind of the truths behind what happens as the moon moves to full and then, you know, um, wanes away. What, what, what really happens in the universe uh, with the moon, right? Um, because the moon definitely does have a draw and a pull, right? So... I started really reading up on the moon, different types of moon rituals and data, physical data, right? Um, for what do scientists see with respect to the lunar cycle? And I just wanted to share a bit of uh, what I found and um, kind of put a call out to see if there's any other witchy folks out there who um, are into, you know, moon rituals. So um, first and foremost, right? So let's start off with um, the full moon, since that's what we just had last night, right? So I saw, you know, a number of people talking about manifesting on the full moon and setting intentions for the full moon. Um, you know, a lot of the moon rituals that I have read and seen, right? Um, full moon is not when to be doing those types of things, right? So the full moon really is about kind of fullness, right? So um, looking at kind of the past month and what has come for full circle and sort of what are you grateful for, right? So um, full moon rituals to some degree, I mean, they can be anything, right? Like a person can have any ritual they want. However, you know, um, looking at the full moon, the full moon in, in the, in the cycle should be what, what, um, 
what has come around for you, right? Where are you at with the intentions that you have set, right? That's, that's when you get to the full. Next is the waning moon, right? So the waning moon is as basically that full moon then is, is going away, right? So it, it's waning away. And this is a time for everybody to slow down. So, you know, starting today, right? The, the moon is, is waning today, right? So it was, you know, hundred percent yesterday, And I want to say like, when I looked at like the moon chart today, it's like 99.7, right? So it's almost full, but it's waning. So waning moon in a lot of rituals, right? is for slowing down. Um, Some of the other amazing things about waning is um, it's a time to really learn from our mistakes, to journal and to meditate, right? So to take the time in that span of the month to bring it down, right? Like to be like, okay, you know, I've kind of come full circle. We hit the full moon. Now, um, what can I actually garner from the rest of the month, right? The next phase, right, is that new moon. And the new moon is when manifesting and intention setting and and really beginning to think about what you want to accomplish. That's the time to do it is, is, is that new moon. For me anyways, new moon ritual is more important than any other time of the lunar cycle. And it really is for me anyways, that time for sloughing off and, and shedding kind of, I would say like my lizard skin and um, setting some solid intentions and really getting ready to take action, right? Because the day after the new moon is when you have the waxing moon. And the waxing moon, which is kind of phase two of your manifesting, is basically all of the actions that you're going to go through to try to um, make those intentions that you set become a reality, right? So to physically make change, right? Um, this might sound complicated. It might sound like a lot of time commitment. It might sound like a lot of energy. However, um, really, you know, setting up your own moon ritual that works for you um, could be something that's quite rewarding, right? So it could be something that, that maybe you're really into. Um, so if you're not, right, kind of skip over. And if you are, you know, go out and kind of read up on, you know, the phases of the moon um, and different rituals that are out there for um, for basically um, habitual, you know, lunar rituals. Um, so then when I started digging through data on, on, moon cycles. Um, of course there's, there's loads and loads of stuff out there. There's something in our house that has always been a fact. And that is that on the full moon, my husband and daughter sleep like crap. And as a matter of fact, my husband, his entire life has slept so poorly on a full moon that when he was a small child, his mom would just get up and play games with him because he has a tendency to sleepwalk and to sleep talk. And he does stuff in his sleep, um, on the full moon. And so in our house, like last night, it was just a, not a restful night. <laughs> it's not a restful night for anybody. Um, because both my husband and daughter, um, have issues with the full moon. Now you might think to yourself, like that has something to do with the light of the full moon. And I think in the past, that's also been kind of a belief, but looking at the data, they actually say, you know, because of all the light pollution from humans now, that really isn't the case. And in our house, we have blackout shades, right? So there is no moonlight coming in at all. And yet, you know, um, my husband and daughter are having a tough time sleeping. So I looked up kind of what are the statistics for when you have a full moon, right? And um, when I had my daughter, they said, oh, like, you know, um, statistically, like there's more babies born on the full moon. Um, 
you know, there, there's all these things, you know, women's um, menstrual cycles line up with the moon. So I went through and I actually looked at all the data I could find on those two things in particular. And it turns out that um, birth rates and menstrual cycles, there's no connection to lunar cycle that has been adequately documented by scientists. Now, that doesn't mean that there isn't one. It's just I actually couldn't find any good research that that linked them. Um, there are lots and lots and lots of studies that have been done, uh, but the linkage I couldn't find. Um, now, one of that I did find was actually crime rates, and um, they have shown that crime rates increase closer to a full moon. Of course, there is a belief that that's just because um, criminals can see better. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, but the crime rate numbers definitely looked uh, more in line with the lunar cycle. Um, always keeping in mind, right? And I think I often forget this, right? Like the word lunacy, right? Um, literally means to be moonstruck, right? Like, so to be a lunatic, um, to be moonstruck. So I think for as long as humans have been here and as long as we've been gazing up at the moon, um, we know that it has some pull on us. And so I want to I want to take a step back to, to actually think about, um, first of all, what kind of effects do I think it, it legitimately could or does have on us um, from some of the data that I looked up? And then also um, kind of what does my intuition tell me? Okay. And um, so first of all, I know that the full moon messes with sleep cycles. I looked up the data and the data demonstrates that sleep cycles um, definitely uh, do change based off of uh, the lunar cycle. So they went through and they, you know, have done all kinds of studies where they take people over the entire course of a lunar cycle to see how long does it take them to fall asleep? How well do they sleep? Those types of things. And around the full moon, um, there's a lot less sleep happening uh, for us um, as humans. So interesting, right? Um, the other thing that the moon, uh, definitely affects is, um, brain chemistry in some folks. So there are a lot of medical journal articles out currently about people who are bipolar, um, or who have some other issues that are associated with brain chemistry. And what they have found, um, is that, you know, especially when they go from that, like manic to depression, manic to depression, that those oscillations have a tendency to really line up with the lunar cycle. Um, now, of course, why is that the case? I think that's like the outstanding question that nobody really knows. Um, but there is good scientific data to demonstrate that for handfuls of folks, right? Like that is the case. Um, and so, you know, what do you do with that data? I don't, I don't know what you actually do with that data, but I find it just fascinating. Right. Um, and so when I start thinking about what does the moon physically do, right? What can the moon physically do to us? What does the moon physically do just, you know, as a body in space? The thing that I keep coming back to is that, you know, we have tidal forces basically because of the moon, right? Our planet is three quarters water, it's salt water. And, you know, those tidal forces really come about, right? They do come about because of the moon, right? And, um, you know, it, it is the gravity of the moon that causes that. So it causes something like tidal forces on something massive, right? Ocean water, which covers three quarters of our planet, you know, the moon's gravity affects that. So to honestly believe that then the moon's gravity has zero effect on me when I am some 90% salt water, <laughs> I think is ridiculous, right? Like... I know that that out of all the scientific research I've gone through, um, there isn't 
there isn't real clear cut defined lines as to what the moon does to the human body, you know, other than some of the ones I just brought up. But I cannot imagine something that causes the tides on a planet size and yet has nothing to do with humans that are made up of mostly salt water. Um, that just, that seems, that seems, um, crazy to me. Um, so my ask, my ask on this rambly moony Tuesday is that for the next moon cycle, right? Full moon was last night. Um, what I ask you to do is each day for the next, you know, just shy of a month, keep track of how you're feeling in a simple one sentence jot it down, right? Um, are you feeling super active? Are you feeling sluggish? Are you feeling overjoyed, right? Nothing long, nothing tedious, right? Just, just jot it down. And the reason I ask is because at the end, right? Like when we come full circle, right? Full circle back to that next full moon. Um, I'd like you to sit down and actually see whether or not you can line up the new moon or the waxing moon, at least the beginning of the waxing moon. Um, and what you've seen through the whole cycle of the moon, right? Um, I know that there are a lot of women out there that, that to some degree really hearken to moon cycles as being menstrual cycles. And that there's something, you know, very feminine about this entire process. Um, I'm taking kind of, I think, a, a bit more of a skeptical approach to it, right? That I think having short-term intentions and goals is a great thing. I think lining it up with the moon cycle is easy, right? My, um, I don't know if you guys ever look at your agendas or schedules, but they always have the lunar cycle on them, right? Um, I was surprised, right? My moleskin, you open it up and it has when you have a full moon, when you have a new moon, right? Um, and so it is clear that those are things that people like to pay attention to and track, uh, as a general statement, right? So just try it, give it a try for the next handful of days. And if you're listening to this and it isn't, um, today, you know, on this, on this harvest moon festival day, um, still start, right? Like still start and see where it takes you. Just see what, um, watching the lunar cycle does for you, right? I think that the human body and in particular the human brain is something we will never understand completely. I think that it is, it is absolutely foreign and abstract. And so, um, the way that synapses work and the way that, that neurons fire and the way that information travels within the brain, all those types of things to me anyways are magic, sheer magic. And so I am making uh, a fundamental assumption that the moon, the moon's gravity has some, has some pull on me, right? If you've ever watched the alien versus predator type movies, um, there's a full moon scene in one of them. And the guy says, la luna del cacciatore. And so, you know, he says it's a hunter's moon. And so whenever there's a huge moon in the sky, right? My daughter is always la luna del cacciatore. Um, and, you know, the fact that people used to hunt by the full moon, right? They would use it as light. Um, and that it also, you know, causes you not to be able to sleep so well and, you know, all these other things. Um, I, I think there's a link there. I honestly think there's a link there. So I went through to look at my deck of, decks of cards and try to decide, you know, what did I really feel like pulling today? And I know that I did, uh, I think, a spirit animal recently. And um, so I was going to pick something else, right? Like I wanted to switch it up. But 
in reality, that's not what spoke to me. So it spoke to me was spirit animal um, guidebook. And it spoke to me because of this whole moon festival and the new moon. And it just, it's just, it's, it's what my heart desires. So that is what I'm going for. So I'm currently shuffling the cards for you guys. Um, and I will pick one and we will see what we have as guidance for this waning moon, you know, restful period. Um, and we have the zebra. There you go. I just completely smacked the microphone. Um, the trials and tribulations of being a home podcaster when you have three cats is that I currently actually have a cat sitting on my lap. Um, and, (laughs) um, everything's tight, right? Like (laughs) my desk is tight because I've got, you know, cat action and all kinds of other stuff. Anyways. Um, so the zebra, um, eccentric, creative, visionary zebras are the most precious of gems. They're young at heart, well cultured and have an underlying curiosity about life. Being in the company of a zebra personality, not only is a delight, but also opens our minds be prepared. Their potent magic is contagious, and you may soon find yourself in a faraway land, expanding your worldview while having a blast. Zebras also like to contribute to the global health through environmental and volunteer work. This card may be a hint to pack your bags. When in balance, worldly, enthusiastic, fashion forward. When out of balance, jaded, pouty, vain. To bring into balance a epic adventure or art. So there you go. You know, we talked about setting some intentions and, and here you go. You know, it's like be enthusiastic, right? Um, you know, really try to, uh, foster some creativity out there. So, um, thank you for listening and I appreciate every single one of you in the pod. Um, and I will catch you on the flip side.